Hot Today's Kids Corner, Liz and his friends are in the detective business, tracking down a clock thief. You really think Mooch is going to show up tonight? Well, it makes sense. He's already smashed four of them, and he tried to get into the Ross's house last night. Having failed there, he'll probably try to break into this house before he tries the Ross's again. Yeah, yeah. the only thing we don't know is why. Shh, (gasps) stay hidden, all of you. All right. Stay tuned. It's time for Kids Corner. Hi, Liz. 30 minutes of adventure. Well, it's only the coolest and most popular club in school. With Liz, Lucille, Skink, Spike, Scooter, Grandpa Noli, and all their friends. It isn't Liz and Lucille. So get set for lifetime adventures. Oh, I can't believe this. On Kids Corner. That is one strange lizard. It's a typical peaceful night at Lucille's house in Turin, but the monitor's slumber is about to be rudely interrupted. What was that? Lucille? Mom, did you hear that? It sounded like the front door. Yeah, you're right, it did. Well, it can't be your father. He won't be home from this business trip for a couple of more days. Well, who in the world could it be? I'll go see. No, I'll go see, Lucille. Maybe we should just go together. Yeah, I think you're right. Come on, but keep quiet. Well, there's nobody here. Whoever it was is gone. Could it have been a thief? Maybe. I don't see anything missing, though, do you? No, not that I... Wait a second. The clock is gone. What clock? The one on the mantle. Oh, my goodness, you're right. That's it. I'm calling the police. Someone came in just to steal a clock? Well, that's just weird. It wasn't long before Officer Dudley arrived. Lucille and her mother showed him where the clock had been. Officer Dudley took notes, recorded the time, and asked each of them what they had heard. Well, miss, there's not much to go on. My guess is that you were just a victim of a prank. Really? Um, But, of course, we'll keep our eyes open and we'll be in touch. Well, thank you. I appreciate you coming right over. Of course. You know, officer, my friends and I have a detective agency, and if there's anything that we could do to help you, we... Well, I I really appreciate the offer, but I think you should just leave this to us. We will take care of you. Thank you very much, though, for your help. All right, good night, ladies. Thanks very much. Good night. We'll be in touch. The next day, Lucille told Liz all about her exciting night. Um, who'd want to steal an old clock? Well, it wasn't that old. Mom only bought it a couple of years ago. Well, okay then. Who'd want to steal a sort of new clock? Well, Liz, did hey. you say something about a clock? Yeah, you're not going to believe what happened to Lucille. Yeah, what? someone came in and stole a clock from our house last night. Yep. you got to be kidding No, I'm not. Me. The same thing happened to us a couple of nights no ago. You're what? kidding. Uh-huh. Two families with clocks stolen in the last few days? Wow. Well, that's just weird. Yeah. yeah, and it was a cool clock, too. I wound it up every night. Wait, it was a wind-up clock? Yeah. About this big? Uh-huh. With Roman numerals on it? Yeah, and one of those little swingy things that ticks? It's called a pendulum. Yeah. That sounds like the same kind of clock we had. Why would someone what? steal your clock yeah. if they already had the one from my house? Now that's a very good question, Spike. Two clocks exactly the same. Can it be a coincidence? You know what? This sounds like a job for the Lizardo Detective Agency. Yeah. yeah, the case of the stolen clock. <laughs> Liz called Maury and arranged for him to meet them all at Big Daddy-O's at 10 o'clock the next morning. I'll be there. The next day, however, 10 o'clock came and went and no Maury. 
In fact, 1010, 1015, and 1020 came and went, and still no Maury. It wasn't until 10.30 that he finally came rushing up out of breath and very excited. I'm here. I'm here. Breathe. I'm sorry. Where have you been? What's going on with you? You are never this late. Never. Come on. You're not going to believe this. What? You just will not believe it. What? What? Come on, tell us. What happened? Last night, somebody stole the clock right off our TV. You're kidding. Yeah, I really liked that clock, too. It was nice and compact with... Roman numerals and a little swingy thing? <laughs> Spike? It's called a pendulum. Ah, well done. <laughs> this is unbelievable. Yeah. I know. Yours are the third clock stolen in the past few days, and they're all identical. Yep, oh, man, I think we should call the police. The police? Let them know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Come on. No, Maury, they'll just laugh at us like Officer Dudley did at my house the other night. Yeah, yeah but what if things get dangerous? We're mm-hmm. talking about a clock thief, Maury. How dangerous can it get? And besides, danger is my middle name. Oh, oh yeah, brother. Hey! <laughs> Oh, hi, kids. Oh, hey, Grandpa. Hey, Grandpa. I've been looking for you. Really? Yep. I was talking to Lucille's mom a few minutes ago. She told me that the Lizarardo Detective Agency is on the case of a stolen clock. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, then hop in. I've got something you all should see. The kids piled into Grandpa Anoli's truck and rode back to his farm. When they got there, Grandpa led them to a little grove of trees behind his barn. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I want to clear out the space under this grove for a gazebo. Hey. Now, I had already strung a light out here, and mm-hmm. I was going to start work today when I uh, when I found this. What, a pile of junk? No, look, it's a smashed clock. Four right. smashed clocks. Four? 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 We only knew about three. Yeah. This mystery gets more and more, more mysterious. Yeah. Grandpa helped the kids collect all the broken pieces, then drove them back to Liz's house. Liz and Spike spent the rest of the day putting the smashed clocks back together, while Maury and Lucille kept them supplied with milk and cookies. All right, that's it. That's the last one. Is there anything missing? Well, not that I can see. All the pieces are here. Whoever smashed them didn't take anything. Well, that was a lot of work for nothing. (laughs) Not at all, Maury. We eliminated one possible motive. Yeah, I suppose. Well, now that we've got them all back together, we do know for sure they're all identical. Hmm, that's a good point. I wonder where they were all bought. Well, why would that be important? Well, I'm not sure, but I can't help but wonder if it is. Lucille, Maury, and Spike all called their mothers to ask where their clocks had been bought, and they weren't surprised to discover... All three of our clocks came from the same place. Lardners. Wow. Mm-hmm. And you know what's really weird? Why? My mom saw Lucille's mom in the checkout line when they bought the clocks. Ah. Mm-hmm. So not only the same shop, but the same day. Wow. All right, so what do we do next? I think it's time we paid Lardners a little visit. Liz, Lucille, Spike, and Maury rode their bikes down to the mall and went straight to Lardner's Furniture Emporium, where they met up with Mr. Lardner himself. Achoo! Achoo! Can I help you? Bless you. Yes, Mr. Lardner. We're trying to solve a mystery of some stolen clocks. Oh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you see, all the clocks were exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Oh, is that a fact? And they were all purchased at your store. Mm-hmm. Really? Because you're nice. So, if we could just ask you a couple of questions. Yeah, when... uh, Listen, I'd really like to play your little game with you, but I'm very busy here. I don't have time for this type of foolishness. 
So unless you're here to buy something, I'll have to ask you to leave. Are you okay, Mr. Lardner? Uh, it's my allergies. Mr. Yes. Lardner, we're not playing a game. No. Someone broke into my house. And mine. Yeah. And don't forget mine. And stole the clocks and then smashed them out at our friend's farm. Oh, we're very serious, Mr. Yeah. Lardner. Please help us. Oh, very well. What did the clocks look like? Well, they were about this big, made of wood. Uh, with Roman numerals. And a short pendulum. And my mom and Lucille's mom bought their clocks in the same day. Right. Yeah. Hmm. What is it, Mr. Lardner? Do you, do you see my nasal spray anywhere? Nasal spray? Uh, is this it? Oh, yes. Thank you. Wow. Ooh, that stuff really uh, smells. Oh, yeah. uh, that's much better. Uh, Mr. Lardner, what about the clocks? Oh, yes. Yes, I remember now. That was the week one of my employees was arrested, right here in the shop. Arrested? Really? What happened? Yeah. He was a no-good nicknamed Mooch. One morning, everything was fine, and then when he came back from lunch, Officer Dudley of the local constabulary was after him. Why? What did he do? As I remember, he got into an altercation with someone. Hurt him pretty badly. Oh, wow. sounds dangerous. Yeah. The strange thing was, the man Mooch hurt was a friend of his. What? I'd seen him come in here many times before. Hmm. You mean he got into that kind of fight with his friend? Wow. Correct. Not exactly the type of individual I wanted employed in my store. Good riddance to bad rubbish, I say. Hmm. The kids finally had a great lead. Mooch. And they figured since Officer Dudley had arrested him, the good constable was the best person for them to see next. Unfortunately, Officer Dudley had other ideas. I got a lot of work to do, kids. Can we do this another day? But please, this is important, yeah, sir. Yeah, we'd really appreciate mm-hmm. it. And then we promise we'll leave you alone. Uh-huh. All right, what do you want to know? <laughs> Excellent. All right, when was Mooch arrested and how long was he in jail? Yeah. And you'll promise you'll leave me alone? Yeah, yeah crash our house. <laughs> All right, fine. Let me just check. It just so happens that I do remember Mooch Lamook very well. Excellent. All right, here it is. Yeah? Lamook. Mooch. Public disturbance. Sentenced to two years in jail. Two years? Yes. He could have been out by now if he behaved himself. Oh. You kids need to excuse me. I, uh, I have some things I need to attend to. You know the way out. That was weird. Yeah. Not really. I guess he just doesn't want to help us. Yeah, he's just not interested in our mystery. He thinks we're just a bunch of meddling kids. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose you're right. So, what's our next step? Well, I think we should head over to the Turin Gazette. Hey! We might be able to find out more about Mooch's arrest. Excellent. Great idea. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Yeah. With Lucille's help, they were all able to get into the Turin Gazette archives, where copies of the old newspapers were stored on computer. Lucille sat down and before long had found the files for the date they wanted. The day that Mooch had been arrested. Here it is. Mooch Lamook, arrested for public disturbance and assault, will appear before Judge Tomlinson on Wednesday. Okay. Okay. How ironic. It's right next to an ad for Lardner's Furniture Emporium, where Mooch got arrested. Oh, man. That's a nice picture, Mr. Lardner. They must have taken it in his office, what with the desk and all. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a nice desk, Maury, but it doesn't help us with Mooch. We knew all this before. Lucille. Yeah. What are you doing here? You don't have a deadline, do you? Oh, uh, no, Mr. Hyde. My friends and I were just doing some research. 
Why, is something going on? No, not really. A, a family, the Rosses, had their house burgled last night. Oh, really? Well, except for the fact that it wasn't actually burgled. What do you mean? Yeah, I don't... Well, whoever it was picked the lock, but when they opened the door, an alarm sounded. Scared them off. Isn't that what the alarm is supposed to do? Well, yeah, but it's still news. <laughs> okay. Well, then I got more news for you, Mr. Hyde. Really? Someone actually did break into my house a couple of nights ago, and they stole a clock. And went from my house the next night. Yep. And went from my house before either of them. Yeah. Well, then I've got more news for you all. Yeah? Last week, another family had a clock stolen from their oh, house. now who? The Doyle family. They're my neighbors. Oh, man. Last week? That's before any of our clocks were stolen. <gasps> the, the fourth, fourth clock. clock. Are you saying someone's going around stealing clocks from people's houses? Well, it sure sounds that way. Yeah. Sounds like a housebreaking epidemic. I can see the headline now. Is anyone with a clock safe? It'll be the story of the month. It'll double our circulation. Copy. Wow. He sure does get excited, doesn't he? You yeah. have no idea. Okay, hmm. uh, speaking of getting excited, yeah. should we assume that this Ross family getting their house almost burgled has anything to do with our clock mystery? Well, I don't think we should rule it out just yet. All right. Okay, then. Assuming these people have one of these clocks from Lardner's, what do we do next? Well, I think we need to talk to Mr. Lardner again and find out how many clocks he sold. Man, I hope he didn't sell hundreds of them. Someone <laughs> might be smashing clocks for a long time. Whoa. Liz, Lucille, Spike, and Maury returned to Lardner's and told Mr. Lardner what they found out, that other houses had been burgled, too. Uh, I did sell the Rosses that clock. Oh, yes. I'm sure it was right around the same time I sold the others. Mm. We set them up with a whole package, furniture, security system, and appliances. Okay, but do you know how many clocks you sold in all? Yeah. Oh, we sold the whole allotment. It was a very popular style. Oh, boy. And how big was that allotment? Hmm, let me see. Here it is. Six. Six? (laughs) Only six? Only six? A set of six, designed by the master craftsman Fred Lombardi. Okay, six clowns in all. One went to the Doyle family, one to Spike's family, one to my family. Okay, so that's three. One to Maury's family, and one to the Rosses. That's fine. fine. So there's still Mm -hmm. one more out there someplace. Uh, Mr. Lardner, can you tell us who bought that sixth clock? Well, I can, but I'll have to get their permission first. Thank you. Now we're getting somewhere. Yeah. So what's our next step? Well, it depends on whether or not we can find out who bought the sixth clock. Yeah. And if we do? Well, if we do, then we'd better call Officer Dudley. Mr. Lardner returned with the name and phone number of the family that bought the sixth clock, the Beppos. Liz spoke with Mr. Beppo and then called Officer Dudley. That night, they all met at the Beppo's house and waited in the darkened living room. I'm still not sure it was a good idea to let you kids come tonight. Oh, I'm sure we'll be safe with you, Officer yeah. Dudley. The Beppos are staying in a hotel, but I've got four other officers waiting outside. Good. I think we'll be able to catch the person stealing the clocks. Yeah. I only knew about the one from your house. Until you brought up Mooch, I figured it was just a kid playing a prank. Well, we considered that at first, but there were just too many weird coincidences. Yeah, yeah like the clocks all be in the exact same style and yeah. bought at the same store. Yeah. yeah. And you really think Mooch is going to show up tonight? Well, it makes sense. He's already smashed four of them, and he tried to get into the Rosses' house last night. Having failed there, he'll probably try to break into this house before he tries the Rosses again. Yeah, yeah. the only thing we don't know is why. Yeah. Shh! Oh, stay hidden, all of you. All right. 
There you are. Got it. That's far enough, huh? Mooch. What is this? The jig is up. Oh, man, I always wanted to say that. <laughs> okay, let's go ahead. All right, the jig is up. Mooch, let me look here under arrest. Take him away, boys. But I, I didn't wait. Wow. We helped catch him. How cool is that? That's awesome. I have to hand it to you, kids. You really did a good job of figuring this one out. Oh, yeah, we did, but maybe, you know, I'd be happier if we could figure out the motive. Yeah. yeah we still don't know why he wanted to smash Sketch. all these clouds. Oh, I think I can tell you that. Really? Yep. Mooch was part of a gang that pulled a jewelry heist over in Clawburg a couple of years no back. No way. Yeah. The King of Diamonds Diamond was stolen from a museum there. Yeah, we saw that article in the Turing Gazette. Oh, yeah. Uh, but we didn't really pay attention. Well, no. <laughs> the rest of the gang had been caught, but they had to be released because there was no proof and no sign of the diamond. Wow. I was following Mooch when he met with one of his buddies on Main Street, right by the mall where Mooch was working. At Lardner's. That's right. They got into a fight, probably over the diamond, and that's when Mooch hurt his buddy. Wow. I chased him to the Lardner's where I made the arrest, but not before he'd hidden the diamond in the first place he'd found. In the inner workings of the Fred Lombardi class. Oh, yeah. That's what we think. Okay. So let's take a look and see if the diamond's in the clock that Mooch dropped when we surprised oh, him. Oh, forget it, guys. I already looked at it. There's no diamond here. Hmm. Well, don't be too disappointed, kids. There's still one clock left. The next day, Officer Dudley and the kids paid a visit to the Ross family. They explained everything that had happened and how the trail led to their house. Mr. Ross was only too happy to let them have a look at his clock. But when they removed the back, all they saw were the inner workings of a Fred Lombardi clock. But how can that be? I don't get but it. this is I don't the only know. place the diamond could have been. Yeah. I guess we were wrong. Liz, oh, what's the matter with you? Hey, do you guys smell that? Yes, mm. I do. <gasps> and I just remembered something else, too. Yes. The diamond was here, but yep. somebody already took it. Yeah, yeah. and we know who. <laughs> yes, we yeah. do. Uh, well, hello, Officer Dudley. Good morning. And uh, hello, kids. Uh, can I help you? Can we come in, Mr. Lardiner? Well, uh, we're not open quite yet. Oh, please, it's really important. Gitchy! Oh, all right. How's the investigation going? A little rough, actually. We have a suspect, but no loot. You mean the Beppo's clock didn't have the diamond? No, sir. And it turned out neither did the Ross's clock. Yitchy! Yitchy! Uh, so, uh, I guess this whole thing with Mooch was a big dead end? Not exactly. What do you mean? Yitchy! Yitchy! Oh, hang on a second. I need my spray. Oh, that's much better. Well, we know that the diamond was stolen by Mooch and his gang. He confessed last night. Mm. And he also confessed to putting it in one of the Lombardi clocks in your back room just before Officer Dudley arrested it. Right. Mm -hmm. But you said you didn't find it in any of the clocks. Well, we believe the diamond was in the Ross's clock, but someone took it out before we could retrieve it. Mm -hmm. well, well, why do you think that? Because we found something else there, too. Well, we smell it, really. <laughs> I, I don't understand. Are you going somewhere, Mr. Lardner? Yes, as a matter of fact, I am. I have a little vacation planned. I'm going somewhere to clear up my sinuses. Why do you ask? 
Eh, because it looks more like you're going out of business, at least according to these flyers. Yeah! Well, the store has been losing money for quite some time now. I've decided to close it up. Is that a crime? No, but burglary and being in possession of stolen merchandise are. <laughs> are you accusing me of these things? Are you guilty of them, Mr. Lardiner? <laughs> of course not. This is absurd. In the first place, how could I have gotten into the Ross's house? They have that security system that stopped Mooch. A security system that you installed, <sighs> that you knew how to deactivate, yes? You also have a very distinctive brand of nasal spray, Mr. Lardiner. What's my medicine got to do with it? Well, it has this really strong odor of menthol, yes. which we smelled at the Ross's house this morning. Where you used it last night so you wouldn't sneeze and wake him up while mm-hmm. you were taking the diamond from the back of the clock. Yeah, while we were at the Beppo's house. Yeah. Well, I never. Well, Mr. Lardiner. Uh, All this makes for a fascinating story. There's only one problem. A little thing called evidence. Lots of lizards in this town can deactivate a home alarm. And I'm sure many more use my brand of nasal spray. So unless you have evidence as solid as, say, a diamond, then this is really just a waste of time, isn't it? Hey, guys, look, I found it. I found it. No, put that down. It was in Mr. Leidner's office, just like you said, Lucille. Okay. Another clock, just like my mom. Maury, Maury, look out for that. Oh, my. Ottoman. Oopsie. Well, well, well. (laughs) Look what we have here. The king of diamonds, diamonds. Is that evidence solid enough for you, Mr. Lardiner? Lardiner, you have the right to remain silent. Officer Dudley confiscated the diamond and arrested Mr. Lardiner. The kids couldn't wait to tell Grandpa Anoli about solving the mystery. Hmm, so there was a seventh clock. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's right. See, before we went to Lardiner's, we called the Fred Lombardi Company. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they emailed us a copy of the invoice for the clocks Lardiner ordered. All seven seven of them. What made you even think of that? Well, when we were at the Ross's house, the smell of Mr. Lardner's nasal spray triggered my memory of a picture Maury pointed out at the Gazette. Yeah, Yeah, a picture of an ad for Mr. Lardner's store. Yeah, it was taken in his office, and I remembered seeing the clock on the shelf in the background. So you sent Maury in after it. Well, Well, he was just supposed to bring it out so Officer Dudley could get Mr. Lardner to open it. (laughs) Yeah, I guess my clumsiness actually paid off this time. Yeah, all right, it did. So, Lardner decided to shut the store down and get out of town with the loot. Yeah. I guess he considered the diamond his retirement plan. Yeah. (laughs) Well, just goes to show that when you start focusing on money instead of what's important, you can get yourself into trouble. Yeah. Mr. Lardner could have saved himself a whole lot of trouble if he'd just read and took to heart Hebrews 13.5. Keep your lives free from the love of money and be content with what you have. Because God has said, never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. Wow. And now Mr. Lardner is going to prison for what he did. Yeah. I think you're right, Grandpa. God's way sure is better. (laughs) I think so too, Liz. I think so too. (laughs) Well, the Lizarardo Detective Agency solved another difficult case. But the case of Mr. Lardner's heart is much more difficult. Choosing good over evil begins in the heart, and only God can change hearts. When your heart belongs to Jesus, you can find comfort even in the hardest times because of what Grandpa Anoli read from Hebrews. 
God has promised that He will never leave us or forsake us, and so we can trust in Him instead of trusting in money. And if we choose God's way, He'll always take care of us. 